everybody. Uh, my name's Andy, and this is my bestie, Rue Holly. Hello. And uh, we just want to start this podcast to talk basically about how neat we are and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and today we're going to tell the story about how Holly and I became friends and how it's like your worst nightmare of an episode of The Office. <laughs> so, but then all your dreams come but true. But then... Every dream comes true at the end. Jim proposes to you, and you live happily ever after. You never have to live in Scranton, Pennsylvania, <laughs> where no one wants to live, and it's great. So, um, so a couple years ago, I got a job at a giant national jewelry store, which shall remain nameless, um, and Holly also worked there. And so after I've been working there for a couple weeks, she comes up to me and she goes, I know how I know you. And I'm like... You mean because I come in here and eat lunch with your manager like every single day because we were friends from high school? And she goes, no, did you used to date a guy named Jack? So Jack was a guy that I dated like 115 years ago. Um, And he was a musician, a drummer in like a lot of local bands, one of those people who like people think is really neat or whatever. And I thought, oh my God, I probably met her at a gig like a thousand years ago and I don't remember ever meeting her like I was a groupie or something yeah or just that you were like oh yeah remember that one time at Carabar and I'm like (laughs) sure (laughs) yes I totally don't remember that ever so I'm like yeah I totally dated Jack and then she says I'm the girl that dated him before you bum 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 (laughs) right (laughs) so just to be clear our manager at this jewelry store who was like one of my friends from high school this is becomes the most awkward moment of her entire life. Like, being in a room with the two of us who used to date the same guy. Now, for me, this is literally the best thing that's ever happened because I live for the most awkward things that have ever happened. I loved it so much. But I think everybody else was a little, like, concerned about the situation. So Holly's going to tell her side of the story now about how... She dated Jack and the the things that transpired and then how she realized that she knew me from that. And then we're going to kind of go from there about how we became friends. Okay, so I met Jack through a mutual friend uh, in college. His name is Logan and he introduced us. And um, to be honest, I was more into Logan than I was to Jack. Which was the smarter decision, to be clear. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, of course, I don't make smart decisions when I'm 19 years old. Yeah, none of us uh, do, really. Yeah. So, we started dating when I was 19, and we dated up until uh, we were, like, 21, I think. So, we were together for a little while. Um, I mean, we lived together. We... And it was a tumultuous relationship. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it was great at the beginning because, you know, he's an artist, he's a drummer, and I was not that, so I was oh, super right. attracted to oh, that. Oh, yeah, same. I was, like, uh, still in my, like, 10-year-long awkward face when I met him, and he's, <laughs> like, a super cute ginger guy, and he's, like, nerdy enough, but also, like, hip-hop and, like, plays in a band, you know, and just... Like, you're like, oh, you're just, like, so cool, and right. I'm just, like, a grown-up manager at a restaurant, <laughs> you know? He was just so far from anything that I was. Right. That I immediately gravitated towards Opposites him. attract. Yes, 100%. And um, we had a dog together. We lived this very grown-up life, but when I say that, I mean I was living a grown-up life. And he was living some other life yeah. at the same time. He was grown up adjacent. 
Yes. He wasn't fully in, he wasn't in your fully, grown up life. No, absolutely yeah. not. Then diagram of you being a grown up and then like a sliver where yes. he is overlapping into exactly. what's going on. Yeah. So um I guess the thing about it is is that I I did love him, I will say that, but it got to the point where I was living an adult life by myself. Yeah. Right. You just had a kid at that point. You had an adult yes. kid that you couldn't control and had to pay for. Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, of course, I had to make the hard decision to just let it go. Yeah. You know, you were gonna, you were gonna do the Disney thing. Yes, I was letting it, let letting it, go. it all go. And by letting it go, I mean letting go of our apartment, letting go of our life that we made together, letting go of our dog eventually, which was really sad. Which she didn't have to be upset for because I became the stepmother of that dog <laughs> and nursed it through cancer, so it was fine. <laughs> which I'm totally grateful for because <laughs> that is just the most awful thing ever. Uh, but, you know, I couldn't do the custody thing yeah. with the dog. Also with Jack because he doesn't understand schedules or, like, that you have grown-up things to do and he just, like, right. can't, can't be living that scheduled life and it didn't need to be supervised visitation either (laughs) like you can drop the dog off and go away he's like like, no but you know what kind of food it likes right right you know how to keep a human being alive pretty good yeah uh so you guys broke up we broke up Uh uh-huh and then um so just to be clear holly and jack had been broken up for like a hot three weeks (laughs) when i met him (laughs) uh oh time out let me just say he is probably if you ever ask him Hopefully you won't have to do that, but we might have him on the podcast later. Just oh so you know. Oh my gosh, that would I like be to amazing. really amp up the awkward, so you can just feel it through your computer screen. Right. He thought I was breaking up with him due to somebody else in the picture. Oh, he always thinks that. Yeah. No, that's, did not that's happen. Always the thing. Did not happen. I think we broke up that summer. Like yeah. Summertime ish. Yes. And I didn't meet my next. Uh, significant other until Halloween so sorry bro your story does not it's so funny that you say that because he and I always celebrated we didn't have like an actual anniversary date but we always celebrated Halloween as like our anniversary so it's so funny that you say that that you met like your next significant other that's weird over Halloween yeah Yeah. so yeah so weird so uh I used to be a manager at a Mediterranean place here in Columbus which also shall remain nameless but (laughs) If you know anything about magic carpet rides, you know which place I'm talking about. <laughs> um, and so Jack came to work at my location. Just so you know, there was a drought of men working there. Like, we didn't have any, like, hot male waiters or anything. Uh, and he started working there. I was his manager, technically. And I really liked him because, you know, he was nerdy and weird and also could, like, oddly be sweet and had really, yeah. like, I like a ginger bro, like, a lot. Like, if you have red hair and freckles and glasses... I'm going to be about you. And he had these beautiful blue eyes and just, I don't know, like, you know, whatever. I liked him. I thought he was great. So he ended up transferring to another location we had because he was moving to this other neighborhood. And so literally on his last day, I say, so what's your schedule like look like at your new place? And I'm sure he thought I was just being like nice manager type person. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I'm probably going to have, like, Wednesdays off and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, so you'll pick me up at 8 on Wednesday to, like, take me on a date? Because just in case anyone (laughs) wondered, I'm literally the most aggressive dating human that you will ever meet. Like, I don't have time to waste. And if you don't like me, that's fine. Let's move on to somebody that does like me and wants to put their face onto my face. (laughs) 
So awesome. So yeah, so we went on a date like that week or whatever. And then we just were kind of like together after that. Uh, And the weird part was that before Holly and I even met, I knew who Holly was because I clearly had heard about her. And of course, according to Jack, like she was terrible and that was why they weren't together. Mm. And, you know, she was mean to corporate. Yeah. And you were mean. Yes, you were corporate. I was corporate. Right. Like this was like a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Right. He was just like too rock and roll for you. I, I, when I was too country. Yeah, way too country, wanting to have a job and everything. And, like, and, money and stuff. Yeah, and um, so I, of course, also, just to be clear at this time, had totally trolled her on MySpace, just yes. so we all know when this was. MySpace. MySpace, and the early, early-ish times of Facebook, I think, but I didn't have a Facebook. You had a Facebook when I was stalking you. Oh, okay, good, good, so, excellent. Wonderful. Yes. This is good. You this had, there was Facebook. At yeah. that time, but I think it had been like you guys had already been together for a while. Oh right, okay, yeah. So I just distinctly remember looking at Holly's MySpace and being like, "She is so pretty, and she is so skinny, and I will never be that pretty or that skinny, and she is so exotic looking." And I'm just like the most plain white bitch you'll ever meet, and it was just really really bad so like and I knew that she had a super cool job she worked at a radio station and so I was like oh my god she works at a radio station and I just like comp hummus when people are unhappy with the pita quality and so anyways so Jack and I proceeded to date for five-ish years yeah um we broke up at one point got back together all of these were poor decisions on my part, just so that we can be, like, really clear about the situation. He was not good for me. I was not good for him because I am grade A, level one, like, gonna let you do whatever you want all the time. I am the worst enabler that you have ever met. And so he would, like, get his license suspended because he didn't have insurance. And I would be like, yeah, fuck the police. I can't believe they took your license. Like, what kind of jerks? And it's just like, what is wrong with me that I do this? So, and anyways. I think I was the opposite with him. Right. I was like, no, bro. Like, yeah, you get it together. This can't be be a grown up. The right thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, I I wasn't because I really felt like he was the coolest, uh, neatest person that would ever want to date me. And it's funny how our downfall. We both had downfalls with mm-hmm. him, but they were both the opposite. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's him, of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, really, just to be clear, guys. He's wrong because yes. he could have had a cool bitch like Holly or a cool bitch like me and instead he didn't get either of us. To be clear, he ended up married to a super super hot artist lady, but like that's neither here nor there really yeah, at this right. point. Right, yeah. But, um, so yeah, so I kind of knew about Holly um, and then I didn't really think about her at all after we broke up. Like it was just kind of like whatever, I broke up with Jack, you move on in life, it like doesn't even matter at all. Right. Uh, and then we were working at, so what... How did you, how did you make, like, did you know from when I very first started that it was me? Or no. did it, like, come to you in a no. shower thought one day? Um, honestly, I can't remember how it came to me, but I think I had one of those epiphanies one day at work, and I was like, you know what? I feel like I know her. Like, I just feel yeah. like we've either met, or I've seen her face, or something. Yeah. And I'm, like, thinking about it, oh, I mean, she went to Gehanna, and I... Had dance class in Gehanna, so maybe we like danced together. Right, which is hilarious because we learned later that you went, you were in the theater I went, program. I went to Judy's. Yes, and you, oh, uh, you went to Judy's? I went to Judy's. 
That's hilarious. In, in I went Hannah. to Judy. That yeah. was also where I went. Yes. Yeah. I think we I think we talked about this. That's hilarious. Our our lives Judy are Judy Dollemeyer, just so we know. Yes. Our, our lives are very intertwined. Yes. And we didn't even yeah. know it. And you were in the theater program with my other bestie, Martha. Martha. Mm-hmm. Um, which we also learned like literally at my wedding. Yes. They were talking about it and it was like, oh my God. So how I've probably seen you in Insane. productions and stuff. One hundred percent you have. Yeah. Just dancing so your crazy. little heart out. So crazy. Being 16, dancing your heart out. Oh, my out. God. Um, so I was thinking while working, um, i got to figure this out. Like, right. I have to figure this out. So. Yes, I feel that way when I see commercials. I'll be like, I know yeah. you from somewhere, I need guy. to Google this. You've been in different yep, things. Exactly. Yeah. So I go on to your Facebook page because at that point, we're Facebook friends. Right, yeah. Totally, 100%. Uh, so, Not in, like, a creepy troll no. way, just in a, like, we work together like, with friends. Like, we wanted to be friends. Which, P.S., our friend Muriel at work told me from the very beginning, like, you'll love Holly because you guys are so, so similar. <laughs> like, is which crazy. is true. We would literally be at work, like, putting out the jewelry in the morning, and a song would come on, and it was, like... Not a duet, but a trio between the actual person singing the song and then Holly and I in the store. Yes. Across jewelry, shouting our hearts out to, like, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. And it was great. So. Uh, oh, my gosh. This is hysterical. Uh, so, <laughs> I am in the break room looking at her Facebook page and going back as far as I can, and I start seeing pictures of her around the time she would have dated Jack, and I'm like, Oh my god. This has got to be a joke. Like <laughs> this cannot be real life right now. This is I feel the like universe. I'm in like a romantic comedy 100%. that has like gone awry. Yeah. So I look and I'm like that is her. That is the girl he dated right after me and I, you know, you can tell me that you looked through at my stuff and was like, "Oh my gosh, she's so pretty." and all of that. I did the same exact thing. That's so funny. I looked I, and I was like, oh, she is so much more his type than me. He, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder why he likes her so much. Like, I bet they have so much more in common and just all this stuff. So then you start comparing yourself to them. So anyways. Really, it wasn't that we had more in common. It's that he likes someone who will just coddle his balls and let him do whatever <laughs> he wants all the time. That's me. If you that need makes that, more sense. You need that in your life. I'm your girl. 100%. Uh, so... I'm, like, devastated in the break room. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm, like, how do I approach this and how do Were I... Were you devastated because you thought we weren't going to be friends? I was devastated. Yeah, I think so because I was, like, okay, I can't not say anything. Right. You know? You're, yeah. Like, I have to You can't go, like, zero would, dark 30 no. and pretend like it didn't happen. Exactly. <laughs> it will eat up my soul that I yeah. know this information and yeah. did not convey it. So... I literally come and find you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, in Muriel's office. Yeah. We're drinking Diet Cokes. I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I know how I know you. And <laughs> and then it's just like, I, I feel like it went the opposite direction of what I thought was going to happen in that it like made us instant best friends because yes. we both knew so many things. It, it was like we'd been in war together. Yes. Like, just yep. like, yeah, we both were storming the beaches at Normandy. I yeah. understand what you've uh-huh. been through. Nam. Yeah. yeah. It was Nam. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. We have PTSD and it's fine. Um, that's so funny because I feel like uh, if I didn't already know you, if I had just like seen you somewhere or we didn't work together, mm-hmm. not that I would have been mean to you, but that I probably would have just been like, oh God, I just like do not need this. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I don't need this in my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I was totally like, oh, I mean, to me it was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. 
because we're so similar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, oh, of course you're the girl that dated him. Like, yeah. Like, of course. Like, that makes a thousand percent sense to me. Yeah. It wasn't, it didn't feel awkward either. Like, I was just like, and maybe if we had just broken up, but since right. we've been broken up it'd for been so years. long. Years. Yeah. And I was engaged to somebody else, and, you know, it was yeah. like a whole thing, so it was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just Jack. It's just Jack. It's, it's just whatever. Jack. Yeah. And it wasn't awkward. Like, no. as soon as I said it, I was like, okay. I think yeah. we're da- we're down now. Yeah, other people I think felt very awkward yes. about it. Yeah, like which Absolutely. is kind of weird because it's like, why do you care if we don't care? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, but yeah, people definitely think it's hilarious. Like we tell this story to people, and we'll be like, oh, well, let me tell you how we know each other. Like, <laughs> and immediately they're like, oh, oh my god, yeah. it's like no, it's not like that at all. <laughs> it's totally fine. We're best friends now. Yeah, and um, we will be forever. Yeah, I think it would have been different too if you had like if he had like broken up with you. Yeah. Or if, well, do you know what I mean? Like, or for me, it would have been different if, like, um, he, I felt like, like, I know he was still, like, very in love with you. Like, he loved you. Uh-huh. But I never was, like, worried that he was going to, like, bail out on me to, like, try to get back together with right. you. Right. Partially right. because I knew that you were the one that was, like, okay, bye, bye. now. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you can totally hang out with Holly. I don't care. Like, you can go with the dog. I don't care. Right. Like, I'm also just not that kind of person. Like, you're going to cheat on me. Me acting like an insane person is not going to change Right, it's that. not going to help the situation. Yeah, you're just going to do what you do. Yeah, and and it wasn't those things where I, like, wanted to be with him either. Right. Like, after we would see each other because of the dog, rest in peace. Yeah, um, R.I.P. Scooby. Right, oh, Scooby. Um, I loved that dog so much. I, she was a great dog. And I don't think he realized how much I loved her. No, I don't think he did either. I mean, I distinctly remember him acting like you had just, like, abandoned the dog. You know what? It should have been one of those things where he realized, oh, my gosh, like, she must really need out of this relationship if she's willing to part ways with her dog. I feel like the problem is that Jack's not, um, he, uh, it's hard for him to be (laughs) self-aware. Yeah. Uh, and, and not even in, like, a malicious way where, like, some people, he had a friend named Aaron. Mm. You know Aaron roommates with Aaron. Yes, roommates with Aaron. So he had a friend named Aaron, and um, one time after Jack and I had been in, like, this really bad fight, uh, we were at the apartment, and he and I never lived together. We were together for five years, and we never lived together because I would always be like, well, to me, moving in together is, like, a step towards getting married. He'd be like, oh, I don't ever want to get married. And Ugh. I'm like, oh, bro, I'm, I'm hardline on that getting married and yeah. popping out some babies. Like, yeah. that's what I want to do. Um, and Aaron said to me the one time, he goes, I hope you know that Jack loves you, and that he's kind of just an accidental asshole. <laughs> and that has stuck, I cannot even tell you an ten years later oh how that God. has stuck with me, which is like, it's totally the truth, because especially when he feels emotional about a situation, yeah. it is like impossible for him to see somebody else's feelings about it, or to understand where they could be coming from. It's like all he can process is his hurt, uh-huh. about something and do you see, know what I mean that to me makes me think that like I hurt him oh I think you did I, I mean I know yeah. I did but to me I don't I never saw him that way right he was emotional and open with me and I think that was the only way we were able to coexist with each other yeah uh and what I found so intriguing about him because he was this sensitive artist yeah. type who was uh, so sweet and mm-hmm. loving and parts of what you tell me about him I'm just like man I feel I feel like he's just kind of gone off the deep end a little yeah, bit. Yeah I think part of it is that in the beginning of any relationship 
that's like all you have for someone right you like love them and you think they're great yeah. and like all you have are these things in common or these fun things that you do and I feel like that's why everybody falls in love with him because yeah. at first you're just like oh my god he is just like so sweet and you do all this fun shit and it's the first time you're hearing that story about how he did that dumb thing right or you know whatever <laughs> and uh and it, you know, it feels cool. Like, he's in a band, and you, like, go to Ruby Tuesdays, and you're like, yeah, like, my boyfriend's the drummer, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you um, had the cool band, by the way. Oh, yeah. I had uh, Willie Pooch and the oh, whatever yeah. they what were was, that what week. were they? Willie Pooch and the something, and whatever. I, yeah. I changed it so many times, I, I don't know. Yeah, I went and saw him. He played at Comfest with Willie Pooch. Yeah, uh-huh. He had a weekly gig at a bar here called Ruby Tuesdays. Not like a go-eat-onion-rings Ruby Tuesdays, but like an on-its-own... <laughs> In an old house, basement <laughs> smells like a urinal Ruby Tuesdays that we would go to every week and his band would play. But yeah, yeah I mean, I yeah, I feel like for me it was that whole thing. I always felt like I wasn't cool enough and he was just like, he was really up in my street cred and making me cool <laughs> or something, you know? Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's so funny because so many of the things we talk about, it's like, oh yeah, same old Jack. Yeah. Like that's exactly... Mm-hmm. The same. But then sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that, that like, he was never like that with me or, yeah. you know, whatever. Yep. But, yeah, totally hilarious. Can't believe it. Yeah. So, as a side story to this, <laughs> after Jack and I started dating, he moved into this apartment and I went over to his apartment one day and he just, like, doesn't, uh, how was your day, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't, you know, nothing. It was fine. Took the dog for a walk, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Cool. So then later we're talking to some of his friends and he mentions that he had seen Holly that day. That they had like met, she went to see the dog, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? And he's like, I just thought that you were going to act really crazy about it and like be ridiculous. And I was like, no, bro, that's just like so not me. You know why he said that? It's probably because his relationship with Erie. Oh, yeah. His ex, whatever, first love, I don't even know. Right. His relationship with Erie drove me crazy. Oh, right. So I would flip off the handle. Yeah. Might I add, very appropriately, Yeah. do not talk about our relationship with your ex-girlfriend Yeah. via email Right. and leave it open for me to read. Yeah. I'm going to read it. Yeah. And I read it. Oh, yeah. And it was bad. Right. It was bad. Yeah. So I... I was crazy. Yeah. So that's probably why he thought you were going to be crazy, too. Yeah. It was, I guess it was weird to me, too, because at that time, we hadn't been dating for that long. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like, this is my boyfriend, Jack. It was like, this is this bro, Jack, I hang out with sometimes. Right. Like, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, it was weird to me that he acted that way. And then you told me that you guys went and saw. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is such a funny so, story. So, I swear, during our, our uh, friendship, things that... Uh, would come to mind that just wouldn't pop up on a regular basis. So, you know, I think back to the time, like, after we broke up, and I was like, oh, my God, we went to a concert together, now that I think about it. And so we went to the LC, and we saw Fall Out Boy, because, you know, Fall Out Boy. Early 2000s, y'all. These were the days. Um, so we These are were the days of our lives. I know, my gosh. Uh, and I <laughs> loved Fallout Boy. Don't ask me why. Uh, I oh, don't we know. all did. That guy wore that stupid hat. And he had like very fluffy hair. Yeah. He seemed. I don't know. And then the dude with the eyeliner. I was, oh like, yeah. So on board. He, he married Pete, one of the somebody. Sensei. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. That guy. He uh, went. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Uh, so of course I wanted to go see it, and I worked at a radio station at the time, so I I was able to get in, and so I asked him if he wanted to go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I asked him. 
Uh, and he was like, yeah, sure, that's that sounds good. So we're sitting there on the grassy knoll. Yeah, just so you guys know, LC here is like an indoor-outdoor uh, pavilion. And the outdoor pavilion has like like grass that just like goes up a, yeah. an incline, like you know, so you can see the thing or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyways. So mm-hmm. we're sitting there on the grass and we're waiting for the show to start. And all of a sudden... <laughs> He starts crying, you guys. He's so sensitive. I know. See, this is what I mean about the whole sensitive thing. Like, he was so sensitive. It's so so funny because sometimes he would act like such an asshole. And you're like, wait, are these the same people? Like, what? Because he was so sensitive. Yeah, he was so sensitive. I think he just, like, it was so hard for him. So he starts crying. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? Well, in the background, playing at the concert was the Beach Boys, God Only Knows, which was our song. And he started crying when the song started playing. And I just, I couldn't. Yeah. Like, I almost left you at that like, point. You were like, Uber, gotta go. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess that like, was before Ubers. I can't <laughs> handle it. Yeah. Like, I could not handle it. I mean, it was hard for me as it was. And I was trying to cultivate some kind of friendship. Right, yeah. And not lose those three years that we had. Yeah, because when you're with somebody for so long, it's not like just because you're not together. Like, oh, now fuck you. Right. It's, no. You know, you're trying and to I, I didn't, keep them in your life. And I didn't want it, him to think, oh, well, I'm just going to leave you high Yeah, you just dry. don't care about him at all. Like, you're just that's heartless. not it. Yeah. Obviously, or I wouldn't have asked you to this concert. Now, right. he would say something different. He would yeah. say that I was just like, peace Messing out. Messing with his mind. I hate you. Or like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was not. Um, I just wanted my friend back. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Wanted I wanted my friend. But sometimes you can't be friends. And that's yeah. the lesson that I learned with him. Like... It was just too much mm-hmm. for him, and, you know, we had to part ways. I feel like it was probably hard, too, because you were, like, his first real relationship. Yeah, 100%. Like, real grown-up relationship. Yeah, and he was my first real grown-up relationship. Yeah, yeah. when he and I got together, I had, oh, God, I'm a serial <laughs> monogamist, everybody. I, uh, if we date for three days, we're going to date for three years, at least, because that's just how I do. Um, but, yeah, I had started dating a guy when I was 18, and we broke up. I don't know, January or February of that year, yeah. Jack and I started dating. So I'd, you know, I'd been single, air quotes, which means <laughs> just like going on dates with guys for my biology class and shit yeah. like that <laughs> for like six months. Um, and then when Jack and I started dating, like the same thing where I was like, well, we've been on four dates, so I love you. Yeah. And now we're together. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is the life that I, I live. I love you. Um, but yeah, I think that that's part of what was hard for him. It was like his first real relationship. Like, yeah. There's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. Those are hard. 100%. Yeah. And, it, and that's why it was so hard for me because, you know, he was the first guy I lived with. Uh, yeah. And that was a huge step for me. Uh, and I don't know. It was just as much as I know he doesn't think that it was hard for me, it was oh, right. 100% hard for me. I think part of it is that it was probably easier for him to just tell himself yeah, that it wasn't hard for you. Right. And to just be like, oh, I she was just, the bad guy. Yeah, she just she didn't care that much, or it was whatever to her. Right. And so yeah, you know, whatever. I I feel like that's probably part of it. Jack, if you're listening, I cared. Okay, I cared. Darn <laughs> we, it. We've had clearly extensive <laughs> conversations about this. 
And I can attest that Holly cared a lot. Yeah, and now we're turning it into a podcast, so it was very important. Yeah, get it together. Um, yeah, it's funny. Holly told me this story the other day about the Beach Boys, and I said, that's so hilarious because when that TV show Big Love came out, um, I was obsessed with it because I'm obsessed with Mormons, just mm. so you know. Um, and so I was like, oh, polygamy Mormons, duh, I'm going to watch this show. Bill Pullman. But, I mean, Bill Pullman. Yeah. 100%. And Chloe Rest Seven. Peace. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Bill Pullman. You and I just imagine he's up there chasing a twister yeah. in heaven. So, uh, you know, uh, but oh I was God. totally obsessed with the show and the theme song to it was God Only Knows. So I tell Jack the one day, I'm like, oh, you know that, like, uh, Mormon polygamy show I've been watching or whatever? Like, the... The intro song is a Beach Boys song. And he literally, like, turns to me, like, like in a movie, like, which song? And I'm like, <laughs> I think it's, like, uh, God only, somebody only knows. And, blah, and he was like, <laughs> God only knows. Like, real intense, guys, because how could I not know? So super serious. Yeah, and he loved the Beach Boys. He thinks they're better yeah. than the Beatles. Yeah, he like, loves the yeah, Beach Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys are better than the Beatles as far as he's concerned. Um, and... So then I was like, oh, you know, and he was like, yeah, that's a pretty great song. And I was like, would agree. Would agree. Yeah, would agree. So then that year for Christmas, I got him the single on vinyl oh. of God Only Knows. And I told Holly, you know, that could have not been the most awkward moment of my life. <laughs> if he had just said, you know, that used to be my song with Holly. And I would have been like, oh, loud and clear, cool. bro. Got it. Get it. Will not buy you the vinyl single of that song. <laughs> Which it did because I liked the song and he liked yeah, the song, so I thought, good. why not? But instead, just yeah, very, very awkward. Yeah. And in in retrospect, I was like, oh, that's why he acted that way about it. Like now you know. Thanks. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you know. <sighs> Classic Jack. So, so crazy things that come up. Yeah. It's so it's so weird. Also, it's funny because when I was dating Jack, uh, Holly was dating somebody else. And then uh, she became pregnant, and it was the the hot goss <laughs> all over our social circle, which is crazy to me because yeah, I was I knew, in my own little. Oh my world. god! I knew you were pregnant. You were probably three weeks pregnant, girl. And I knew about <laughs> it. Like it just was out there. We were literally at a party. Jack's brother comes up to him and is talking to him about something, and Jack's like, "Oh, well, you know Holly's pregnant, right?" And I was like, "Why? Why? First off, why are you telling her business?" on blast yeah. to everybody at a party like it's just like and oh did you see like, the new episode of the office you know is what i wanted to know i would like, guarantee i feel like he probably found out from like maybe logan or yes, somebody from logan or erie or somebody okay. that knew through somebody else yeah and was like oh you have to know this yeah that's this, probably true you know big info or whatever maybe we can ask him when he comes yeah on when he uh, is on our podcast um but it was so funny because i was like one why are you telling everybody but two why did you not tell me? He didn't tell me. We go to this party, and I hear him tell Matt. <laughs> what? And I'm like, rewind, y'all. Holly's pregnant? Like, no, I didn't know you. We were right. not friends. Right. I felt like I know you deep in my heart. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, and he was like, yeah, blah, blah. You know, just, and I was like, God, why, like, this poor, this poor person I don't know. We're, like, talking about her at a party. Just, you're, you're big news, just so you and know. And that's why my ears that. were burning Probably the whole entire the time. The entire pregnancy. The entire time. Nine? I'm like, I thought this was the effects of the pregnancy, no. but really it was Jack talking it was smack about me. us talking about you at a party where I guarantee everyone was drinking Miller High Life, the <laughs> champagne of beers, and I was driving them all home drunk at 4.30 in the morning. Oh. Like, guarantee that that was the situation. So, yeah. That is so crazy. It was so crazy. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember hearing that you were pregnant and being like, 
well, like that's a that's a turn of events that has happened. Yeah, like that's really crazy. Major news. I also remember thinking, I'll literally never have a baby because this guy will never marry me. <laughs> all in one fail swoop. <laughs> yeah, I all the things are all the things are happening in Holly's life, and you know what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm at this party, gonna watch these grown up babies and drive them home oh, when they're drunk. Oh my god. So I was envious of you mm. in that respect. <laughs> Yeah, no, you shouldn't have been, but yeah. it's cool. <laughs> I'm sure at the time you were not, you were like, God, I wish I was at. Yeah, I wish I was at that party with right. that Miller. Right, highlight. drinking that champagne and beers. <laughs> from cans, guys, yes, not from bottles. Cans. We weren't that fancy. Um, so, yeah, I think that's like oh my pretty gosh. much that whole thing. Yeah. So that's the story of how Holly and I became friends. Um, so we're going to fast forward to today. Because I love her so dearly, I got her a job at the place that I work at. So and thank God. Yeah. I mean, thank God. Neither of us sling jewelry any no. longer as a profession. Ugh, uh, we work in nonprofits. Uh, Holly works in finance, and I work in resource development, um, which is actually really great because we get to have lunch together and get talk to about see stuff. each other most days. Yeah, which is awesome, and it's not stressful or stupid the way that like no. the jewelry store was. We get to have weekends Absolutely off, not. like yeah. grown up people. Yeah, good schedule. Yeah. And we get to uh, talk all day, basically. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Just, I complain 99% of my day. I'm live tweeting my day, basically, to her over our instant messenger about how everything is wrong and I wish I were dead. So, yeah. uh, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, now we're going to fill out the rest of this hour-ish podcast with some questions. Just yes. so you guys can get a feel about who Holly and I are and what we think about things. And so, do you want me to ask the first question, or do you want to ask the first question? I do you want to pick one? I can ask it to you. Okay, yeah. Do you just want to go down the line? Yeah, or pick whichever one you want to do. Um, okay. Um, let's see. Well, since we're talking about our jobs. Okay, yeah. Maybe we can, we can ask this. Okay, so what is your dream job? Um, let's see. Um, dream job. So, I always wanted to be, well... I had two parallel dreams growing up, which was <laughs> I was going to become a lawyer because okay. I really enjoy arguing with people um, yes. and being obstinate. And then I was going to parlay that into becoming the first woman president of the United States of America. Yes. Which at age eight I thought was going to culminate in an inaugural sleepover where people would come sleepover at the White House. Yes. Giant pajama party. Probably, like, I'm going to imagine at age eight or nine I thought that meant Jimmy Buffett would play. Okay. Because I knew all the songs because my mom listened to them when she cleaned the house. Mm. Um, so that was one of the things I wanted to do. And then I always loved writing. I never felt like I was good at it. Yeah. But I always loved doing it because I liked imagining how things would be or like fixing things in my life that were shitty uh-huh. through writing how I thought they should have like turned out. Yeah. Um, also because I'm in the way that creative people are creative, like I'm so emotional. Yes. And when things are terrible, I'm, like, so prolific. I'm like, let me write another poem about this diet. <laughs> like, and also I think when I was a teenager, I imagined that I was going to be, like, at poetry slams. Just, like, yeah. take your diet culture and blah, blah, blah. That's, and that's, snapping and yes. stuff. Yes. Oh, like a whole, yeah, a whole thing. It was going to be really cool. That's not what turned out. Um, so that was my dream job when I was a kid. Now... I think my dream job would basically be to be Rebel Wilson. Like, okay. I could just, or Melissa McCarthy. I could just be a hot, fat bitch. I could play hilarious roles in movies. Which you definitely could. And then start my own fashion line. Yes. Like, that, like, to me, I'm just like, the first time I saw 
Melissa McCarthy, I was like, I could have been her. Like, yeah. I... That could have been me. I missed the fucking boat yeah. on what I could have done with my life. And instead, I sit at a desk and do Excel spreadsheets. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, God, what was I doing with my life? I just, you know, I didn't have, like, the chutzpah to, like, go after a dream right. like that. No, I totally understand. I that. also was always like, my parents made me too responsible. Okay. Does that make sense? To the yeah. point where, like... When I was 19 and everybody else was like, I'm going to try this dumb thing. And I'm gonna, I was like, how am I going to save up enough money so that by the time I'm 21 I can buy a house? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just like totally, I totally missed that. And so I think that that would be like my dream would be to do something like that. Also, if I made literally like $2 million, I'd be like, I'm good now. Yeah. And I'd just live off that interest. Right, exactly. And then my profession would be lounging and posting mm. things on Instagram. Yeah. So also making different tofu recipes probably. Yeah. So that sounds like a good career choice. Yeah, I think that that could be fun. So yeah, there's still time. Uh, goals, y'all. <laughs> as soon as we have ten <laughs> listeners, I'm starting a Patreon. So just let me know if you're listening. I'll put you on the list. Thank you. Um. Oh so what? Gosh. What is your dream job? Um. Okay. So like you, when I was younger, I had a dream. Yeah. I had a dream. I did. Uh. I wanted to be a dancing veterinarian. Oh, yes. Because I took dance lessons. I like it. I thought I would open up a studio, a dance studio, uh-huh. in the back. And in the oh, front, okay, yeah. I would take care of animals. Oh, that makes sense. You know? So You'd have a good clientele because when, when people would bring in their pet, they would also have children. Correct. That you could then suck into your dance classes. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. And I thought that that was a pretty good idea. Yeah. Uh, feasible. Yeah. You could also do animal-based dancing things. Definitely, like, like dance with your my, pets. Yeah, stuff like that, yeah. 100%. Which people do now, it's yoga. You can do yoga with your pets. I know, exactly. And, and I want to think that I actually came up with that idea. Yeah. And someone stole it. My sister and I used to do um, mouse size when we were kids. Yes, yes. So we both had these leotards. Hers Duh. had Minnie Mouse, mine had Mickey Mouse because I was older and Did fatter. you like loop the belt through the leotard and up through the leg holes? No. Was that a thing? Yeah. I have to find I, pictures. Oh, my yes. God. No, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. that yep. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. No, we had our leotards, and so in the morning we would do a mouse exercise, and often my sister would pick up the cat and try to do the moves while holding the cat, like, because the cat also needed right. the exercise. Yes. Which I'm pretty sure is what contributed to the cat running into the street. Um, <laughs> I mean... Kitty suicide. Yeah, I think it was too much for him. He wasn't really an active sort of fellow. Like, yeah. he was more a uh, Netflix and chill cat before <laughs> Netflix and chill was a thing. Um... But yeah, I could totally see that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. There's still time. There is still time. There's still time. Now, now I would say, well, I mean, this is a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. But like as I got older, like through high school and was in theater and all yeah. of that, my dream job till this day would be to be a star on Broadway. Yeah. 100%. I want to dance and sing on Broadway. I think you could do it. I would love to do it. Uh I had that dream at the end of high school to move to New York. Oh, God, right. And, you know. Me too. I would Leah have... Michelle it and Glee. Yes. Like, uh-huh. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, become a star on Broadway. Yeah. Just so easily. Win a Tony. Yeah. And oh, no big deal. Life would be complete. Yeah. You could do the, what, an, an EGOT? An EGOT. Yeah. Yes. You could have done that. All of it. Like 100%. Whoopi Goldberg. She's got one? Yeah. I didn't know that. Me and Whoops 
Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, I still have hope that maybe one day that will happen. You know what? It totally could. I keep reading about people who became famous, like, in their 40s. Like, Louis C.K. Sure. You know, he's been doing comedy (laughs) since he was in his 20s, but it wasn't until he really got that, like, old man gave up on life vibe going that people were like, yes, we understand. You're cranky. And when he was young, people were like, you're cranky, but, like, you're, like, 20. What do you have to complain about? Right. Now they're like, we get it. You're fat and you have no hair. Your life is actually a joke, and we enjoy that joke. And like it's funny yeah. and we want to hear about it. Yeah. I think you totally could do it. Yeah. Maybe. Or I'll put all my hopes and dreams into my son and he can be on Broadway there you for go. me. I think that's, that's healthy. It's healthy and also plausible. <laughs> I could talk him into yeah, it. Yeah. He is a super cute kid. I feel like he could be. He could be a Disney star. Oh yes. But like minus the molestation. Right? Yes. Just, like, yes. You'll let's actually get, be present. Yeah. Let's let take that out of there. Because <laughs> we don't want like a Lindsay Lohan situation no, or we an don't. Amanda Bynes kind of thing happening. No, because then there will be murder involved. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. I don't want to go to jail. You're like, I would like to live out the rest of my life a free woman. <laughs> yes. Not yes, behind please. the bars of a prison. So on the opposite end of that. Yeah. Uh, what job would you think you'd be terrible at? Oh, So I used to want to be a teacher when I went to college. Okay. I started on that teaching life. Yeah. Uh, because I think I imagined myself as, like, a cool teacher. Like, I was gonna, like, really give these kids, like, tell them what's real. Uh-huh. And, like, teach them about real life and Like the shit. long-haired teacher from Boy Meets World. Yes. 100%. Yeah. yeah. What was his name? I don't remember. He just, like, totally was on that show for a season, and then he got hit by a car or something, and then that was like just, motorcycle like... motorcycle accident. Yeah, you just, like, never saw him again. Yeah. He was the one that took in... Sh- uh, Sean. Yes. Yes. And ma- yeah. Um, yeah, I think I thought that. And then I remember doing a follow-along where you just, like, shadowed a teacher. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, no, no. I would I would literally rather be dead yeah. than doing this because um, teenagers are assholes. Yeah. They don't actually know anything. No. But they think they know everything because their brains aren't formed yet. Correct. Um, so that's one of them. I don't, I don't think I could do that. I do enjoy teaching, so I think I could, like, teach in a different capacity, but could not be a school teacher. Um, and also anything that requires, like, a lot of, Patience. I don't have any patience. <laughs> it is not one of my many virtues. And that's why I'm bad at DIY projects. Oh, that's why I can't yeah. sew a pillow. That's, I just, I have no patience. I don't want to line things up. I don't want to cut out a thousand of the same little thing. I can't do any of that stuff. So like any sort of find handy work is not, <laughs> that's my worst nightmare for a job. So um, none, none of those. No. No. Yeah. No. What would be your job you don't want to do? Um, well, when I met Logan. Oh, okay. I was in college. Yeah. To be a nurse. Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. God, the lives we've lived. I know, right? That's like, I'm, I was living a whole other life back then. I know, right? Who you know, am I? I used to work at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is life even? Uh, yeah, so I wanted to, I, I wanted to be a nurse. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. But I got through the part where you have to start, like, sticking people oh, with yeah. needles. Nope. No, thank you. No. It takes a special kind of human being to be a teacher. Yeah. And to be a nurse. Oh, yeah. And no. I just do not have what it takes. No, and you know what? I could even do, like, the poop and the vomit and all that stuff. That would be fine. Yeah. You pooped all over your bed. I can clean that cool, up. Cool, I can that clean it. It's fine. It doesn't yeah. affect me. You threw up on my shoes or in my face, whatever. It is it's, what it is. You know, it's fine. But, yeah, no, same thing. I, I don't, can't. I don't like to get my own blood drawn. No. Every time I'm like, just so you know, I'm going to no. end up crying. I was the this worst be a growing experience. up. My yeah. mom would tell you, 
every time, every time I'd go to the doctor and need a shot, I would freak out. Yes. Freak out. And then I'd be like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Oh my God. And then the next year I would go in and freak out again. Yes. I remember being 16. I think I needed an update on my tetanus shot. So my mom doesn't tell me, right? Because she knows I act like an insane Uh person. And we are in the waiting room at my pediatrician. Because I'm 16. I'm still at the pediatrician for another three years or whatever. And when we checked in, they said, okay, um, so we're doing a tetanus booster today? I, of course, hear that, and I'm like, oh, my God. I literally end up (laughs) almost in tears in the waiting room, but also freaking the little kids out. If Mm. you have to get a shot, it's going to be terrible. And my mom's like, you're going to start a riot, (laughs) like a kindergarten riot in this room. Please stop. It's not that bad. And then it's the same thing. You go in and they squeeze your fatty little arm, yeah. jab you, and you're like, oh. That's it? That was it. Oh, that's nothing. I don't know what I, like, yeah. every time I acted like they were just going to, like, take my limbs yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. No. no. All limbs still intact every time. Yeah. Same. So, same. yeah. No. Yeah, I don't want to be a nurse. That yeah. sounds Yeah. Disgusting. And I really thought I could do it. See, I feel like you would be good at it because you're, like, really caring. But also no nonsense. Like, exactly. if someone was, like, I, you, they need to get out of bed and, like, get walking, and they're, like, I don't want to, you'd be, like, that's great that you don't want to. So get, yeah, get, up, get out. Get the company yeah, to bed. Get out. We have to do that right now. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I, I can see it from that perspective, but jabbing people is not no. a thing Blood, I would do. I can't. Ugh, gross. Also, no. I will tell you, maybe another job that I wish I had pursued is I could be Dr. Pimple Popper. I love that shit. <laughs> I, guys, if you aren't following her on Instagram and on YouTube, do it. Like, when they extract a blackhead from a person's body that's the size of a quarter and looks like they have old newspapers shoved into a pore, <laughs> I live for that. That is everything to me. Oh I will lay in bed and I'll be like, oh my God. Matt's like, what's wrong? Oh my God, if you could just see this. Pu-. And he's like, no, I don't need to see it. But I love it. And I'm like, God, I could There's have been a dermatologist. Like fulfilling about it. Yeah. I feel the same way when I floss my teeth. Is oh, that yes. Weird? It's so gross and yeah. it like smells funny, but you're like, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I really, I could, I could do this. Yeah. I could pick teeth for a living. Yeah. You could be a dental hygienist. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's very I mean, fulfilling. That's something, I mean, that's, that's an attainable goal for sure. Yeah. Good. To, yeah. That's, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to work on these. I'll tell you guys how my amateur dermatology goes. Um... Ooh, let's do, uh, oh, what do you wish people would stop posting on social media? Um, their drama. Oh, right, putting everybody on blast. Their drama, and it's always, for some reason, in all caps. Oh my god, like, right? Take the we get all it, guys. caps down. Yeah, like, it loses its, it, it, it loses its effectiveness, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, but, like, they make it so dramatic, and it's really not that dramatic. Yeah. Like, they're having surgery or something. And then or... you're like, oh, really? They're just extracting that ingrown toenail. Calm yeah, shit down. It's, <laughs> it's really not a big deal. Um, other people's drama. Yes. Like, their daughter's drama. Oh, or... my God. That's my favorite. I just can't with it. I yeah. can't. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a girl I went to high school with who shall remain nameless but she lived right down the street from me growing up she was always dramatic like just I remember going to like maybe her 13th or 14th birthday party and she literally just sat in like the recliner being moody the whole time Mm. and I was like if your mom didn't make some bomb chocolate cake I would not be here right now because (laughs) this is a waste of my teenage time these are the years that I don't get back yeah so I need you to stop Mm -hmm. but then she was one of those that like got married when she's 19 which shout out to you if you do that and that works but 
was clearly a wrong decision yeah, for her. Yeah, 100%. Pops out two kids, gets kind of fat. Not even, like, really fat, because still not as fat as I am. Like, a fat that I would attain to be that kind of fat, and she's like, I'm so fat now. And then her husband leaves her oh. for a 19-year-old. Oh, God. Because he's apparently going to just do that for the next, just like, cycle, 20 years. Just cycle yes. it around. Yes, rinse and repeat. Yes. Like, every few years. And she put that shit on Facebook. Oh, no. Every day. Like, I guess you just can't even bother to get your kid the Lego set he wants for his birthday because you're spending all your money on that whore. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, the first few times you're like, this shit is juicy. Like, yeah, this it's is so good. fun. I like this. Yeah. And then after a while, you're like, this is just sad. Yeah. Because. I don't know what you think you're getting from that. People on Facebook at first are like, oh, that's really fucked up. Yeah. That sucks for you. You're poor And then kids. after a while, it's and just after a while, like, you're like, just uh, get it together, girl. Yeah. Lots of us don't have a guy. Many people are single parents. Not that it isn't hard, but like the rest of us are not putting our drama into the ether exactly. every single day. Yeah, for everybody to see and comment on. Yeah, it was, I mean, like I said, very juicy in the beginning, but then mm-hmm. after a while, you're like, too juicy. It's yeah, too much. It's too much. It was, yeah. Especially with, like, people's depression. People will write on Facebook how depressed they are. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? Do you try to save them or do you right. just let it ride? Like, what do you do? I I 100% agree. And you want to be helpful, but then sometimes, too, it's like, I've reached out to people who maybe I'm not the best friends with. But, like, if you're putting some, like, pretty dramatic like vibes mental health yeah. shit on the internet, uh-huh. I'm going to try to help you because I don't want you to, like... Do something drastic and then me be like, all I needed to do was reach out exactly. to Exactly. And like so many times I get like a half-assed, like, I'm fine response yeah. back. Or a couple times I had people be like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't seem like you really care. Like, because we haven't been best friends for 45 <laughs> years or whatever. And I'm just like, okay. Oh like, what do you, what are your expectations from me? Like, I'm reaching out and if you really need help, I'll help you. Yeah. Because as you know, I will really help anybody. Yeah, 100%. Like, you really need help, I will help you. Yeah. Like, call me, I'm there. But yeah, it, I, I agree with that. Yeah, and they're like so passive-aggressive sometimes when you do reach yes. out. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. And I mean, I, I do get it. Like, if you're really suffering from mental health issues, sometimes it can be hard to accept help or think that people mm-hmm. really want to help you. But most of the time, I feel like people are just posting stuff like that on Facebook just to get attention. I agree. I mean... Not always, but yeah, I do feel that way sometimes. Like, it's like, yeah, we, I'm okay, guys. This like, is like the 10th time I'm hearing about the situation, so maybe you should just, like, save your energy and try to fix it. Yeah. Or, like, really uh, talk to the people that it actually affects and not just put all your shit on like, strangers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my thing that I wish people would stop posting on social media is sad videos. Because, Aww. I, see, that's the problem, though. I can't watch, <laughs> I cannot watch a video like that and not be crying let me tell you a story so yesterday (laughs) I'm literally on the internet and they post a video this is just hilarious I follow toast meets world which is like a dog that I don't know what that is oh my god this cute ass cocker spaniel king charles spaniel one of those little cute little dogs she was rescued from a puppy mill Mm -hmm. right by this lady who is a fashion blogger and and she is either engaged to or married to the fat Jew who was, like, a comedian or whatever okay. in New York. Anyway, so they have three dogs now. Okay. Toast is, like, the most famous one, and then they have another Cavalier King Charles Spaniel whose name is Muppet, and then they have some other cute little, like, smoosh-faced dog Aww. whose name is Pants, and they're <laughs> just these cute dogs. Anyways, I follow them on social, and uh, they met up with one of their, like, original fans 
who is 35 and going through cancer <gasps> like just two and a half years deep on a cancer that oh the doctor said will kill her in six months <gasps> she's just such a survivor and she was so excited to meet these fucking dogs which i mean like they're real cute and everything but there's some dogs and you're surviving cancer and mm-hmm. i literally sat in my bed scrolling through like watching all of the instagram like story stuff about it crying my eyeballs out oh. and being like i think i have problems this woman has cancer <laughs> these dogs bring her so much joy like it was oh and i'll gosh. be at work and i'll do that i'll be like oh, i'm just gonna check instagram real quick take a little break and like my boss will come over and be like are you okay i'm just literally bawling at my desk because there's some asian commercial about how a little kid needed cough syrup for his mom and then the guy gave it to him and then he saved the guy's life when he became a doctor one day and like the world is too cruel and i can't yeah i love them it was so good that's a good one my mom posted that 12 times probably yeah and every time i would think it was a different commercial which also they're all sad yeah that Fucking Asian insurance company knows what they're doing. Yeah, they do. They're like, you have some heartstrings? Mm-hmm. Tug, tug, tug. I'm like, tugging at them. And I, I just, I can't. Like, I, I'm just like, I need there to be a warning. I yeah. need you to let me know. You're going to cry your eyeballs out and look like an insane person at work. Because then I'll go to the bathroom and watch yeah. it. Like, I'll just like, I'll go. It should be like one of those things where they give a trigger warning. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Tears to follow. Yes. Like, it's, it's too much. So like, I, you know, whatever. It's not bad, but it's also just like, guys, some of us have jobs. And yeah, we got to get through life. I can't have this affecting my, my work performance oh and my stuff. God, that's so, hysterical. Yeah, that would be my thing. Oh. But, okay. All right, next question. Oh, I want to know about this. Fictional place you want to go. <gasps> oh, this is so hard. <laughs> um, so, oh. Uh, there's so many to choose from. I know, and it's weird because I'm super into sci-fi yeah. and like fantasy stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't like Harry Potter. I I know. Quit talking about it. I know it's it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's upsetting. It's upsetting. I, I it's not even that I don't like it. It's just that I never got into it. So like it's just not. But I feel I still feel like that would be really neat. But anyways, my <laughs> thing is Star Trek. I yeah. like Star Trek in a way that's probably unhealthy, but also not to a level where like if you're gonna ask me about episode three. At six minutes, what did Jordy LaForge say? I'm going to tell you that you're crazy. Yeah. And I need you to get your life right. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, like, part of me wants to say, like, Starfleet Academy. Like, I would, like, love to go. But also, I'm not smart enough for that biz. Just so everybody knows, every hundred years, our IQ, our average IQ goes up ten points. So by okay. the time we get to Starfleet Academy, I'm going to be literally... <laughs> As smart as most of the squirrels on the earth. And oh these God. people are going to be doing astrophysics when they're like six years old. So maybe that's not where I want to go. But I feel like like that's like the universe that I would want to go to. Okay. I also think. That's valid. It's not. It is fictional. But it's not that I want to go to like the John Hughes movie world. And just have it be like the 80s. And I just want to be Molly Ringwald in like every single one of those movies. Pretty in Pink was my favorite. Yeah. I love The Breakfast Club because like Jude Law play Not Jude Law. What's his name? Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Yes. Jude Law. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> Judd Nelson is like exactly the kind of guy I would be attracted to because yeah. he's a total asshole. Yep. He's going nowhere with his life and he'd treat me like shit. Yeah. But he looks good in a flannel. He, so like that. He do be good, looking good in a flannel. He do look good in a flannel. Uh, so in my head that seems like a reasonable situation where really I would end up that with Brian. That's a fictional world. Yeah, that's a fictional world. So like. I would go there for sure. Also, I used to read a ton of romance novels when I was a teenager. 
god. So like, oh my god, yes. Like, I just loved romance novels so much. Like, I was like, I'm gonna have a horse, and I would wear a big dress, and some with your cascading yes, and locks. some strapping male from the stable is gonna really give it to me. Uh, so maybe also I would want to go live there, like just live oh in a god, romance novel. That is so funny. Where I had like big curly like telenovela hair, yeah, uh-huh. and just a lot of bosoms coming out of a dress. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. for sure. And also have like a questionable career as in like I don't have a career. I'm just a pretty upper class lady. Mm-hmm. Like that, like trying to figure your yeah. life out. Yeah, I could get behind not having to do work. Mm-hmm. Like that's really fine with me. So yeah. so that for me would be it. So uh, yeah, I feel like you're going to say Harry Potter. Uh, that's of course what I'm going to say. Even though Disney now has a Harry Potter, so you can just like go to it kind of in real um, life? It's not Disney, it's Universal. Oh, okay, to me they're all the same, but I understand um, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. They're in the they're in Orlando, so they're right. in the same place. Yeah, but yes, I would go to Hogwarts, mm-hmm. and um, I know I would want to be in Gryffindor, even though I took the quiz and I am in Hufflepuff. I'm also a Hufflepuff, which I don't want to talk about because I think it's inaccurate. But I was whatever. like forty percent Puffle, mm-hmm. and then like. 25% Gryffindor and then like little slivers of Ravenclaw and mm, interesting Snakey Land or I, whatever the other one is. Snakey Land? <laughs> Slytherin. I feel like I was a lot Hufflepuff yeah. when I took it. Me too. It's been a while, but I'm pretty sure it was like, you're Hufflepuff. Yeah, and I haven't taken the new, because isn't there a new Pottermore quiz? I think quiz? so, yeah. And people were all like up in arms about. Yeah, because their house has changed. Yeah, their house has changed. It How dare you change my house? Very big deal apparently to people. Although I feel like I should probably take it because maybe I'm Gryffindor now. Yeah, maybe now. you're Gryffindor now. I should take it. a Puffle. Yeah, I will take it and I will let everybody know. Yes, yeah. Um, put that in the footnotes. Yes, but I would love to go to Hogwarts uh-huh. and be a student yeah. and learn wizardry. Yeah. That would be pretty much perfect right. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's so far out of, you know, real life. Yeah. <laughs> Based on what I've seen from Instagram photos, I would like that as well because their food choices seem to be on point. 100%. Seems to be a lot of feast everywhere. Yes, it seems to be a lot of good food. Yes. Which I, that's what I really want mm-hmm. out of a place to visit. Like, 100%. Butterbeer yeah. is a thing. I think that's part of why I would also like to go to, like, the Star Trek universe because they have the. I don't know anything about Star Trek. Okay, so they have, like, these little food things in the walls and you just go in and tell a replicator what you want and it makes you anything. Get out. So, like, every night you could be like, hot fudge chocolate brownie yum yums and it would just like you know it I mean, would just give it yeah to you. If, if you're captain jean-luc picard you're just using it for some appropriately temperatured tea yeah but if you're deanna troy you're tearing up some chocolate desserts every single day mm. which is what i would be doing yeah and then i would have to be in the hollow deck doing like 16 hours of cov mcgraw or something to just like oh my God. keep myself in fighting shape so See, Hogwarts is pretty similar because you start eating air, basically, and then it turns into food. That's so weird. It's like you imagine it. You know there are people who think that that's, you can do that in real life. You just eat air. Really? They're called breathitarians or some dumb that shit like that. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It really, really is. Especially because they say that that's all they eat, but then when they did like an in-depth thing where they like literally, not locked them up, but they volunteered for this thing. <laughs> and for six days they were monitored and they didn't eat anything. Oh my god. They all lost like, you know, a million pounds, pounds, yes, and looked like they were going to die because, uh, spoiler alert, they've been actually eating food and just telling everybody all they do is, I guess, ingest the air and the auras and, you know, whatever. Oh, please. Goodness that the universe 
sifts through their yes. nostrils. Like, Let me eat that aura. Right, yeah. <laughs> Feeling stupid. a very savory aura today. <laughs> mm, um, smack I, of ham. I would, <laughs> I would also like to go, and I'm pretty sure you'd probably guess this as well, but um, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but not like... Um, Padme times because oh, right, yeah, yeah. that was awful and should never have happened in the first place. Yes, but you know Princess Leia. You could do Padme times thing. and change the timeline by murdering Jar Jar Binks. Oh my it's God. like killing Hitler. Like you don't know what will really transpire <laughs> if you do it, but you feel like it's the right choice for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Jar Jar is the stupidest character. Yeah. Um, and that's funny that you say that because Jack loved Jar Jar. Really? Yeah. But not in an ironic way like the rest of his life was. Um, when... I mean, it might have been ironic. And he liked to talk like Jar Jar. Oh, because you know he does like to just really instigate things. Like he will take, just to be clear, this man will take a hard stance on anything everybody loves. Just to I love chocolate ice cream. You know, chocolate ice cream is kind of the worst. Do you know what the best ice cream is? <laughs> vanilla. But like with no vanilla in it, just like a really bland, cream tasting <laughs> ice cream. That's what I like. If you really like ice cream, that's what you would Like, what the, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I could see him just, like, embracing Jar Jar to literally just annoy the shit out of you. Yeah, he would, I think I'm remembering this correctly. He's telling me he had, like, the plastic Jar Jar mask. No, you can imagine him in your apartment, like, you know, Donald ducking it, just like a shirt and socks and then, like, a Jar Jar mask. <laughs> just. He would, he would um, impersonate Jar Jar, and he no. would also um, impersonate other characters from Star right, Wars, yeah. of course. Um, Yoda being mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Classic. He, yeah, of course. Of course he would like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, I would go back to that Star Wars life. Yeah. See, I think that's a, the reason I feel that way about Star Trek. There's like, yeah. it's such a huge universe. There's so many places that you could go. That galactic universe. Yeah. So many places you could go. There are like races of beings you could meet. Yeah. And, and you'd different. probably be a princess. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, maybe if I was in Starfleet, I'd just be like almost a captain. I don't yeah. want to be. A ca- I don't need all that responsibility on my. Just but, a little bit. But yeah, I mean, like I could be a Jonathan Frakes. I could mm-hmm. totally be a Commander Riker. You were saying all these things, and I don't know what they mean. Oh, okay, so Commander Riker was <laughs> Captain Jean Luc Picard's number one, oh. uh, and he likes to really do like the Captain Morgan thing, where he like puts a leg up okay. on a chair while he yeah. talks to you, and he never sits down. He like flips his leg around the chair. We'll link the video in in the footnotes. <laughs> a compilation of him doing that about a thousand times during the show. So, oh my gosh, it's pretty great. I but just yeah. want to know about when William Shatner comes into the picture because oh, yeah. I think he is so handsome. He was so handsome. I should probably younger. go back and watch Star uh, Trek. Those ones are so good. Just they're just so cheesy. Yeah, I mean like that's what major I've, queso. I've seen, as I've far seen as a concerned. couple of those. Yeah, but like he, on a sound stage. Oh yeah, he you was, know. It, don't watch it on your good TV, though. We have, like, the 4K TV. It is jarring to watch those old shows because it's like watching a terrible play. Yeah. It's so lifelike and yet so terrible at the same time. Oh, it's not. fascinating. It's not good. It's not good at all. Oh, I love it's it. It's very painful. So, yeah. But, I mean, William Shatner was not bad to look at. I wouldn't be sad about that yeah. or anything. So. Oh, I thought he was so handsome back then. Oh, yeah. 100%. Mm. All right. Let's see. One last question. Oh, let's do... We'll do some, let's do some fast little ones, and then we'll just wrap up with this, like, this Olympic sport one. <laughs> uh, okay. So what's your favorite drink? Um, besides water, because, you know. Hydrating, guys. It keeps you looking plump and youthful. Hydration. It is totally the key. Yeah. 
Um, besides water, I would say um, a Diet Dr. Pepper is Girl, my best friend. Yes. Um, Diet Dr. Pepper, shout out if you want to send us just like a couple 12 packs. <laughs> because we love your shit a lot. I love Diet Dr. Pepper. Not that regular Dr. No, Pepper. No, 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 no. Diet Dr. Pepper. Because regular Diet. Dr. Pepper, after you've drank Diet, tastes syrupy. Yeah. It's it too much. It tastes like cough syrup. Yeah, it's too it's much. Gross. And you wonder, how did I ever drink this? And like thick, like maple syrup. Yeah, it's not. But that Diet, like a crisp bubbly refreshing sort mm-hmm. of situation. that burns the back of your oh, throat yeah. so good yeah so yeah. good diet dr pepper is legit. that's my jam and then if we're talking about like alcoholic drinks okay, yes um i gotta give a shout out to my latin heritage um <laughs> margaritas are yes. where it's at don't give me no frozen stuff though oh yeah no. on the rocks on the rocks with yeah, salt because i don't have time for all that ice no what do you like that's just inhibiting you're me. watering it down thank you yeah it's you're I watering it I down i come here for a slushy i came here exactly. for an alcoholic beverage you're ruining it yeah i agree don't always on the rocks don't with salt. ruin every time salt yes, yes. People who put sugar with their margaritas no. should be stoned. I agree. It's, yeah. it's not that kind of drink. No, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. Matt, my husband, loves a sweet margarita. Like, you put I'm sugar gonna go on I'm going to him now. He is just, it's because his taste buds stopped changing at, like, age 13. <laughs> so he is just really about sugar, which is fine. It tastes delightful. I love sugar but just he, as much as the next guy. We'll, we'll get, like, a berry margarita, and it has sugar on there, and that's no. his everything. And to me, I'm like, bring me that lime. And just really amp up the sour, yeah. delicious flavor. Otherwise, I'm going to get a headache from all the sugar. I know. I feel the same way. It makes my stomach upset. I'm like, yeah. man, I can't drink very many. Like, no. I want to be able to have some beverages. Yeah. I want to enjoy Cinco de Mayo. Like, I don't want it <laughs> to be ruined by feeling crappy after, like, one drink. Right? Just give me a shot of Patron. Yes. With some citrus. Yeah. And some salt. And it's a party. Do you know what's a really good cheater's margarita? Hmm. You can buy a limeade, the Simply Made limeade. Yeah. Oh, that's the best with a shot of tequila in it. Huh. And then you just squeeze a regular lime into it. Perfect. You know I drink like maybe once a year. I I know. Isn't I know. that crazy? I know. I I drink every Friday night and I go have Mexican food <laughs> with our friends Chad and Sabrina. But um yeah, I mean, I agree. I only have usually we get a pitcher of margaritas and share them, which is really that like one good. normal sized margarita. Yeah. It's not like I'm drinking like a pitcher by myself. Yeah. Because now I'm old and right. I can't Hangovers take six weeks, and yeah, they dehydrate me. Yes, I don't have time for drinking, which sounds really funny, but I just it affects me so much because I don't drink a yeah, lot. 100%. So when I do, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, what what has happened? Plus, then I feel like I need to hydrate even more. Yeah. So if you're already drinking like I am, between a gallon and two gallons of water a day, mm-hmm. I literally, if I drink then a lot of alcohol and drink more water. It ruins it because I'm just peeing yeah. every 10 minutes. Constantly. Hold my drink. I have to go pee again. Yeah. And if we're at a place where I had to dress fancy or we're at the club and I had to wear Spanx, the whole situation just becomes a time suck yeah. of me trying to take Spanx off, put them back on, right. go drink, no. three sips, have to go to the bathroom again. It's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. No, it ruins the club experience. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Just so you guys know, we're not going to the club. <laughs> Hardly ever. Never. Because Holly has a child and I'm, a I'm mom. elderly. So, oh, hi, comrade. That's our cat, comrade. Oh, um, boy. Comrade. He's a real jerk. Um, oh I know. This cat is like, he wants to be on the podcast. He does. So, uh, my favorite drink, also Diet Dark Pepper, if we're just going non alcoholic yes. beverages, 100%. I like 
a nice water with lots of lemon in it. Like, mm. also my favorite. Yes. Um, and if we were going to go alcoholic, I also agree with margarita, but Bloody Mary. And really, I uh, always get no. a Bloody Maria, which is a Bloody Mary, and instead of vodka, it has tequila in it. I can't. I'm not down with the tomato. Oh, so many people don't I'm like it. I'm not down with the tomato. So I never liked them, and then when I worked at one of the restaurants I worked at, it was like a Latin American uh, food-inspired restaurant. So uh-huh. the way we did the Bloody Mary was we had the specific Bloody Mary mix we bought, and we put jalapeno hot sauce in it, and then lots of lime juice, and it was... I it, feel that coming up my esophagus oh, right now. Oh, it was so good. It, it really cut the tomatoey flavor, but for me it was just like, yeah. And I then can't. so much extra Worcestershire in it because, like, I need that savory, just like, no, oh, no, no, no. That makes me want to vomit. Oh, okay, so no. But Tom- so I'll take all your Bloody Marys. Oh, yes, and, and I'll have the margarita. Yeah, it'll be fine. To, I just cannot get down with drinking tomato juice at yeah. all. Side note, I was the Reynoldsburg Tomato Festival queen, so I know <laughs> that sounds really bad, but This I mean, is actually a big deal, you guys, just so you know. I just want to let you know the the royalty that you've currently been listening to on this podcast. She you can't, was a tomato queen. Yeah, you can't see me, but I am wearing a tiara right now. <laughs> and doing like the S wave, just like yes. so you know. Um, um, yeah, but that was a question they asked about, like, tomatoes and stuff. Do you like tomatoes? Like, do you like tomatoes? And I said, I like ketchup, because I do. That is hilarious. And I'm sure I'm saying ketchup wrong. You know, say people correct. you want. Ketchup, ketchup, it's whatever. ketchup to me. Guys, it's a tomato sauce, it's Midwest, it yes, yeah, it's ketchup. Whatever. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, what foods do you like? Like, what's your favorite food? What food do you hate? What, what food would you never drink favorite? or never eat? Like, favorite type of food or, like, a an actual singular food? Uh, I don't know. So, like, my absolute favorite food, if there was one thing that I have to be able to eat for the rest of my life, and this is going to sound insane. Well, there's two. <laughs> lemons. I love mm. lemons. Slice one of those little mofos up, put some salt on it, and eat it, and it is so good. Which is also, everybody, shout out why I have no enamel on my teeth. Um... <laughs> Because I used to eat like two or three lemons every single day, and now I have no enamel on my front teeth, and it's really unpleasant looking. Um, and then the other one for me would be chocolate. Okay. I read about how chocolate is going to be a luxury item, like in like 30 years, because of how that's, hard it is. That's depressing. It's terrible. Like I was like, well, Matt, our Terrifying. kids won't go to college because I'm going to need chocolate in my life. Like I don't <laughs> care if these are caviar prices. I have those caviar dreams, yes. and I need chocolate in my life. So, those are my two, like, foods that I just love. Foods I hate, which I'm sure everybody's going to have a lot to say about this, I hate peanut butter. I just can't believe it. When you told me that, I was like, we're not friends We now. can't be friends anymore. It's, I've just never liked it. It's something about the smell. I don't like it. When I was a kid, people would try to trick me and be like, have this cookie. I'm like, listen, bitch, I can smell <laughs> that peanut butter from Cause you three can. meters away. Yeah, peanut butter has a strong odor, Aroma, everybody. Yes. Like... It's not something where you're like, what's in this? Oh, almond butter? Like, I would have no idea. No. Peanut butter smells. Yeah, you can tell. Peanuts. I do not like it. I also don't like olives. I'm with you on that. I want to like them. Me too. Salty, briny, savory. Of course I would like it. I'm like, and then you put blue cheese in the middle of those? Yes, thank you. But no. They pass through my lips, and I immediately am like, I'm going to throw them in my own (laughs) mouth now. And it'll taste about the same because olives taste terrible. Uh, and along with that, capers, because they're tiny olives in disguise. Yeah. Anybody who tries to tell you differently, they're a liar. Yeah. They're tiny olives. They're olives that haven't reached their full potential. They're disgusting. And they're they're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not a picky eater. Like, 
if someone makes a peanut sauce, now that I'm older, I can muster through almost anything. Yeah. If you put olives in something, as long as it's not like a tapenade where it's like all olives, mm-hmm. I'll just like chop them up those, and I'll, it's yeah, fine. I'll eat around those olives or I'll try to, whatever. But like, just, you know, if I had my preference and I never had to, <laughs> never had to smell or look at or, or taste three things ever again, it would be peanut butter, olives, and capers. That's interesting. Yeah, I know, I know. Cabbage, give me cabbage, guys. Kimchi, great. I love all kinds of really intense, off-the-wall flavors, but just not, I can't, I can't with those. That's weird. Yeah, I know, right? So, yeah, what would be your top foods and then your top no dice? Um, well, I love everything, like, Latin food. Oh, right, yes. Everything. Yes, Matt and I went to El Arapazo yesterday, and I got the chili quines. Oh, so good. They were delicious. I, I just love everything about it. Put it on a tostada, and it is so good. Yes, and gluten-free. Guacamole, yes, gluten-free. It's yes. very important. Um, I love tater tots, which sound very weird. I mean, they are good. I've never met a potato uh, product that I didn't like. Right. Potatoes are great. I'm just a big fan of the tot. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is. And it's soft inside, crispy on the outside. It, yeah. And they have to be made a certain way. Right. Like, I really, really like how um, Sonic makes their tater tots. Oh, I've never had them. They are, like, super, super crunchy. Okay. And I, I like the super, super crunchy. Or, like, Burger King's. Okay. Like, what about Dirty Frank? Hash you like there? I, no, I don't, I, didn't, I don't think oh, I've ever had that. we should go. You can get um, tater tachicos, which are, like, nachos <gasps> but with tater tots. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And they even have vegan chili, so we could get it, like, Yum. you know, like that. Because I'm a hippie and I eat vegan stuff, but. So I love tater tots. Yes, that's like, fair. That's anything, a fair assessment. Anything Latin, anything Italian. Yes, 100%. Spaghetti. Yes. Fettuccine. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And so eating gluten-free has been really tough Terrible. because it's all like rice pasta and this, that, and the yeah. other. So you can't really eat authentic right. Italian food. Yeah. And my most favorite Italian place shut down. What was your the favorite Florentine. Time? Oh, yeah. Downtown Columbus. I went like the last week before they closed. Oh, my it gosh. It was a madhouse. Oh, my gosh. They are um, the grandson of the guy who started it. He is at the Pickerington um, Farmer's Market. Oh. So I went and I bought some of the sauce. Oh, they sell the sauce. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I love Florentine. I wish it was still open. But yeah, Italian food. Uh, fettuccine oh my gosh I could eat it every day um I can't I can't tell you when the last time I had it though was it's so funny my favorite Italian place closed too there's a place called Pasta Salvi's they used to have them all over when I was a kid I say all over there was like six in town yeah um then they closed down they only had one out on like Rome Hilliard Road which you're just like oh sweet god why yeah like drive all the way out there yeah they had these things they were known for their pasta salvi it was called Salvi's I think it's just what the restaurant was called (sighs) so good (laughs) Uh, lasagna noodles layered with some sort of like white creamy cheesy thing uh and then so layers like a thousand times yeah and then they would cut them into like little slices like the size if you got like a slice of tiramisu or something you know like a little piece Mm -hmm. they would bread them and deep fry them yes they were so good they were literally like my favorite thing you'd go to brunch and they would have them on the brunch bar and you could eat as many and like literally until you threw up and I was like when in Rome I'll eat till I throw up (laughs) throw up come eat some more pasta salvies because they're delicious so good they were so good but yeah they closed too i just i wonder if you just like there's not a good markup on italian food or do you know what i mean i need people to get it together i know yeah i you're ruining it for the whole entire world i know now i think about it there's like the only italian place i mean there's villanova which is in like worthington and we go there sometimes but all the i mean like 
Olive Garden? Do we don't I mean? have a good place. Yeah. We have an Olive Garden. And a Fazoli's. And I will never go back to Olive Garden because they almost killed my baby. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah. They almost killed my baby. No. Can you I believe also, that? I also hate it every time I go. Now they have those like stupid kiosks at the table. Yeah. Where you're supposed to like pay through the. And I'm oh, like, get why, out of here. Why is there a waitress? Yeah. Why are we. Like, just make it like North Star. I'll come up and order my food and you just drop it at my table. Yeah. Like, what, what is the point? Why do I need to tip them? Yeah. It's. No, also, it's not the future, guys. No. I don't want to, like, go to a vending machine and have some fettuccine Alfredo pop-up bomb. Exactly. Like, I want to go sit down and have, mm-hmm. like, a restaurant experience. We were meant for a different world. It's true. You're not wrong. Um. Well, brace yourselves, because my food that I hate, brace yourselves. Go. Mango. Oh, I don't like it either. Mango can go away forever. Yeah. I, okay, so I'm a good sport. Yes, I'll eat it. It's yeah. in stuff sometimes. You're I'm like, oh, whatever, mango's fine. I'm a good sport. I uh, have been on this diet with my mom for a few weeks now. And she's Shout trying out to, Rosemary. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Rosie B is trying to make <laughs> me eat mango. And you're just not having it. I sat down to dinner. It was sitting there. I went to eat it. And I literally gagged. Yeah. You know, I want to like it. Miriam loves it, right? I don't understand why. I don't know. She loved it. when I will say when it. When I lived in Florida with her, they had a mango tree in their neighborhood. And yeah. the person was like, please take my mangoes. Because they fruit so much there that literally yeah. fruit, like, rots on the ground. Like, oh, it, man. you know. It was better when it was fresh. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, literally hot from being out in the sun. And mm-hmm. you, like, cut it open and it's, you know, it's a better flavor. Same thing with, like, the avocados. They just tasted incredible down there. But still didn't like it. And I keep trying it because when I was a kid, I hated pineapple. Oh, I love pineapple. I, know, I didn't like it. It tasted too sweet to me in okay. a weird way. Yeah. Because I'm a person who literally will put like two inches of cinnamon sugar on toast yeah. and act like that's breakfast. Right. Um, but yeah, and I kept trying to pineapple and it's like, oh, I do like it now. You know, so I keep trying things like mango and olives thinking. Yeah. I'm going to like them. Maybe yeah. my taste buds have yes, changed. I've, I've matured as an adult. I've, I've mm-hmm. moved forward in my love yeah, of foods. Yeah, no. No, it still mango, tastes like garbage. Mango still tastes like hairspray to me. And I cannot, oh. I can't. I wonder if it's something like the cilantro thing. Where some people think cilantro tastes like soap. Soap? I don't know. Wrong, I would but... put cilantro on anything. I know, right? Like, I would use it as salad. If yes. I If yeah. I could just, <laughs> just have a cilantro salad, yeah. like, I would. I will have a $12 cilantro salad. Yes, where Thank can you. I get it? Yeah. I love cilantro. Yeah, cilantro. But yeah, too. mango, I, and I... If I see you eating a mango and enjoying it, we cannot be friends. That's good. I mean, since I also don't like mangoes, yeah. we're fine. It, it works out. Totally okay. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, so we're going to do one last question, and then we're going to wrap up this uh, podcast. Uh, and it is, if you could turn any activity into an Olympic sport, what would it be? Making fun of people. Oh, 100%. Like commentary? Yes. If that was a sport that they judged, yeah, I feel like... Uh, Definitely you and I could yes. would Which win a gold medal. Which makes me feel mean. It does make me feel kind of mean, but it's like when you go people watching yes. at the mall or something. Yeah, I've, I've made up a whole life story for like every person I see at the mall. 100%. Yeah, and it's usually not good for them. Like yeah. It's, it's or you try to story. make like an excuse for why they're acting so poorly. Yes, or why they've made other poor decisions like bad decisions yes why they got a chocolate boba tea why would you do that i don't know i did it once it was wrong i should never do it again (laughs) fruit flavors only for bubble tea guys oh my god um yeah i think that that would be 100 percent. mine would be lounging is lounging an olympic Uh, sport i mean can we just set up couches and we can see how many ways i can waste my time (laughs) at the same time which is to say i will watch 
Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, literally the worst show that's ever been created. What? It's so bad. It's got Lisa Edelston, who I love, who used to play Lisa Cuddy on House. Okay. She's on it, and she just plays, like, one of these just terrible women in L.A. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she goes through divorce, and she's a writer, and all this stuff. It's just terrible and, like, almost reality TV-esque, which is why I like it. Yeah. But also I'm embarrassed to be now admitting to the the universe that it's a thing I watch. But, like, I will watch that while also having my laptop on my lap. Okay. Right? Scrolling through the Pinterest or the Facebook, Mm -hmm. but also with my phone. Multitasking. Yes. Three different lounging time wasters. Yes. Just how to, to, to garbage out my day. Yeah. If that were an Olympic sport, I, I would have gold medals. They would be like, how does this woman manage to do so <laughs> many she do it? wasteful things with her time all at once and for hours on end? Like, it'd be great. I mean, I will just... Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce, I watched almost the entire season in one day. Because I was just like, that's fine, Matt. I'm just going to be here on the couch. <laughs> like, I mean, it's fine. You need to recoup sometimes. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be great at that. that I don't know. Good. No one wants to watch that, though. Like, no one's like, we're going to watch... I, right. I really want to go like to the stadium, yes, and watch this bitch watch TV all day. Like, yeah. nobody wants Probably to do that. Probably not. I feel like it would be like at the Oscars when they give the technical awards before the Oscars, because they uh-huh. know nobody cares about those right. people. That's true. And they're like, oh, you're not Charlize Theron. We don't, right. nobody We're needs not to televising s- this. Yeah, no one needs to see you on a red carpet. Nobody cares what you wore, and nobody even knows your name, so whatever. You know, but they do have, you know, Big Brother. Yeah. Where people oh, are yes. doing nothing. Literally. And, and they watch it. them 24 hours a day. I was also going to say an Olympic sport that I think would be good is competitive eating. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I couldn't do that, but I would watch that. Yeah. Like, if they could make that a real Olympic sport. Although, when I watch uh, What's-His-Face down those hot dogs. It's gross. I I When they feel dip the myself, hot dog in the water. Yes. No. That's not how you eat a food. I feel myself, like, dry heaving yes. almost. Yes, your body's like, this is wrong. Yeah. All, everything about this All is wrong. All of it is wrong. Yeah, it's just crazy to me that it's always that, like, really skinny, cute Asian girl that'll, like, win. And yeah. I'm like, where did the food go? Does she have another stomach somewhere in her body? Probably. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's totally insane. But, I mean, I do like watching that because it's just friggin', it's weird. It's, like, it's hard totally for me. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. I like to watch people ruin their bodies just for my enjoyment. So that's basically what the Olympics is about anyways. Yeah, that's so. true. So yeah. Uh, so guys, that's our podcast for that's the day. It, I guess. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, can't I think we've been it. recording for like 100 years. Oh, so, God. So um, that's our podcast for today. Just <laughs> so you know, I think this is kind of what it's going to be like. Each week, Holly and I are going to pick a topic. Uh, we have some real fun things on the back burner. Uh, and we're just going to talk about stuff. Yeah. Give you our opinions if you care. Real um, life. Yeah, if you want to hear me just talk shit about people. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so hopefully you'll like it. So You know, I think sometimes we're going to pick fun topics. Next week I think we might do Myers-Briggs personality tests. That sounds fantastic. And then talk about if we got the same one, if they were different, and, like, who our pop culture Myers-Briggs people are. Yeah. So, like, which Hogwarts person we'd be or, like, what actor is our same Myers-Briggs. That blah, sounds good. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so that should be really, really fun. And then we're just going to kind of go from there. So if you listened to this podcast and you really liked it, um, you know, give us some feedback and let us know what you liked, what you don't like. Uh, and look out for more podcasts on Horizon. That sounds so good. Yay! Yay! All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye!